Well, what's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcast. And yes, we are awesome. And more importantly, we're black. That's important. Meals, what's going on? Uh, <laughs> all right. I'm okay. I'm just letting people <laughs> sure. know. Just to be fully transparent. I'm not feeling the best right now. But I'm going to power through this episode because I've been inspired by recent events in the last 24 hours to power through anything. No adversity will keep me back. But I'm not feeling my best right now. However, stomach shit, man. Oh, wow. Yeah. Listen. (sighs) Listen. I got some ginger ale right here. The natural cure for everything, at least from black people. Um, I'm chilling for now. I think I found a pretty good position to kind of like position myself so it reduces any of the strain. I've taken my shoes off. Yeah. Um, I've uh, you know, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to be as comfortable as possible while we do this because I still want to give everyone who is listening, especially considering we got a lot of stuff to talk about this week. We got a lot to yeah, talk this, about this week. It's a stacked week. Pretty stacked week. Big, big events happening. Obviously, you've seen the cover. We're going to talk about big that. Talk. Big talk. Everything big. Um, I was kind of cycling through this Apple coverage. We always tend to record while this is going on. I feel like we have. I don't know. I feel like I've seen them like in full. Maybe. I don't know. Did it skip for you this year? Um, I have to get the new iPhone. So it doesn't matter whether it's good or not. <laughs> <laughs> I have to simply just because I still have the iPhone X. Oh yeah, that's, I mean that's one of their. I'll say this though, the twelve would have been a worthy upgrade for you. I'll say that. I, so with the iPhone X, I use this phone because it has legitimately been, and I know Mark had some issues with the phone before. This has legitimately been the best iPhone that I've ever had. Like legitimately, like it's, I've, it's held me down. You know, when this came out 2017, I still yeah. have it. Like it is perfectly fine. It works. I cracked the screen once I went into a thing and fixed it, but I'm pretty sure they just gave me a new iPhone. I, because it's, it's just held me down for so many years. And, but I'll say this now, with this new iPhone thing that's been announced, it definitely has been giving me problems over the last uh, couple that's of days. That's what they always do. That's what they always do. When I was at the, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but I was at MSG trying to take video of some stuff. Wouldn't allow me to take a lot of video. Suddenly, and I got space on the phone. I got space on the phone, but it was just like bugging out. Like my whole Finn Balor thing just. Shit like, the bed. Shit yeah. The I, had, I had video of the smoke. The smoke was coming out for Finn Balor's entrance. Like before, while Roman Reigns was still on the stage, that's what I had video of. Like the smoke was already starting to come out because they gotta like I guess fill it up. But yeah, yeah, it's you know. But you know what? I'm um we're recording this at the time. I don't have it on in the background. I'm trying to just focus on this. I can only focus on so many things at so many <laughs> times at this point. Um, but it doesn't matter. I gotta get the new iPhone. So shout out to my iPhone X. Yeah, I got a iPhone 10. I got to skip this one. I got a 12. 
Yeah, You're skip it. It's not even like... Well, honestly, I might have this make... for a minute. They might... They don't make big enough leaps for it to be... Yearly like, anymore. Yeah. It's just... I don't care how much movies I can make on my iPhone. You know what I'm saying? I don't make movies. I don't make movies. This is all for show. This is all for... Just for flex. Come on, man. Um... But then, like, the phone itself was, like, the chips. They, you know, they tout the chips and all this other stuff like that. I don't really feel the difference. <laughs> it's, it's, I'll feel it when I get a new iPhone, for sure. I'll be like, oh, shit, this shit is faster. But, yeah. I mean, you'll like the, just the bezel. You'll like the fact that, you know, it, it, it brings back the 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 edges of the, mm-hmm. of the old one of, like, the, the uh, what was it, like, the eights. Yeah. Um, it brings this phone back- is made out of glass. Well, it's a large part of it's still glass, and they don't do that anymore. No, they learned their lesson. It's aluminum, <laughs> aluminum, aluminum over here. But I got to skip this one, man. Even the Pro Max, I, I got to skip. I, I can't, uh, I can't do it. I can't do it this time around. It just I wasn't. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. This iPhone. Listen, I I, I remember Josh Pease laughed at me because I said I would never throw away this iPhone X. Because they only made it one year. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. didn't make it. They didn't bring it back the following year or something like that. They moved on to the iPhone XR or whatever the fuck they were trying to hawk and then 11 and stuff like that. But they never did the iPhone 10 again. They didn't even bring it back for, like, um, at a cheaper price. Yeah. This was just existed for that one year. It was the anniversary one. It was the anniversary one. That's why. Yeah. So I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. I mean, I'm sure it's not worth a damn to anybody, but it's worth a damn to me. I think I could probably get the new one straight up, like a trade for this one. Mm. You got the boss nah. of the discount? No, nah, I got the, the next AT&T next thing. So Ooh. I get, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, Listen, shout out to that. I didn't know you had AT&T too. Listen, we out here. Well, we got the great connection. You feel me? <laughs> we got to oh talk about the connections that you made over over the weekend. We'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, let's do we're that. Ready, we're ready to talk about that. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if I make it through the rest of this episode, I'll definitely let you guys know. Because um, <laughs> I am in. <laughs> well, let's, am let's, not, right. let's not belabor <laughs> the point here. Yeah, I don't know if people can hear my stomach over the mic, but I hope not. Jesus. <laughs> But let's get into no holds barred. But I want to before we get into the real news, the real news of the week. Um, you you had you had some problems with with a certain guy, certain uh, Raw and SmackDown GM. He's not a GM. He's a, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> he's not a general manager. Y'all, y'all you talking about? He's a he's WWE official. WWE okay. official Adam Pierce. I don't want to speak. Backstage, uh, backstage official. How about that? It's just WWE official. It's just WWE official. I don't want to say anything. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to even get anything kind of wrong with this sort of situation. By the way, I am being tortured right now, but I am working through this. I have now unbuttoned multiple buttons off my shirt. <laughs> um, <laughs> just so everyone knows, a health check in case you hear a like loud. <laughs> like I'm here. Hey, if you need to, if you need to step out, I can, I can, I can do the Kenny Omega. I'll, I'll wrestle a broom. No, no, we, we'll, we'll do this. This is very, very important to the show. But yes, Adam Pierce. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, the Pierce in the room. So Adam and Adam and you were in the same area on Friday. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, big time. It's well known that if you listen to the A Show, Mills is not a fan of Adam Pierce's management, managerial style. Yes. This is going back to last year. I I think you were a little harsh on him. I think given the circumstances, he had to do what he had to do. But he allowed a person with a complete weapon, a sword even, not even just a wrestling weapon, a sword on his show. I mean, was people's life were in danger. You know what so, I'm saying? So he blocked you. <laughs> he blocked me. He blocked me at the top of this year, um, which was funny as fuck. But because I never at Adam Pierce. So that means he found my tweets and he blocked me, which I'm okay with. I'm, I've been blocked before. It's no sweat. Once, <laughs> listen, the worst thing that can happen is if you're blocked by me, because then you really don't exist, to be honest with you. That's true. Because um, <laughs> I don't, I, it, it, there's no coming back. I've blocked. I, I didn't know Sam Roberts existed until I saw the NXT pre-show. I was like, oh, yeah, that, that motherfucker still does shows. I haven't heard a peep about whoever Austin Aries is for years. No, to be fair, no one else has either. Okay, that's, that's good to know. Good to know. So, yeah, when you're blocked by me, you pretty much don't exist. Um, however... I guess sometime over the weekend, of course, you know, getting getting a little bit riled up. Um, someone I, I I forget who added Adam Pierce. Jeff J, I think. Yeah. Was, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Oh, because <laughs> I took a picture with Jeff J, and he was like, "Yeah, I look like I was in the performance center." Blah blah blah. It's like Adam Pierce better watch out or something along those lines. Yeah. Um. Let me be clear. Let me be clear. Can I be clear here with you here? Sure. I'm your man. I'm your man. So I'm gonna tell you the truth. Okay. Adam kind of barred you up. <laughs> he barred you up a little bit. Let's talk about it. He says at some point he needs to eat his meals. Yeah. Which is very original, I'll say. Barred up. <laughs> barred, barred, hey, I was in the house, doubled over the couch. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> like Martin in the, in the fucking what's his face show. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know. <laughs> That's too fucking funny. Um, he says that he better bring because he but he better bring a lunch because he's about to get his work, and he shows his the gif of him doing a pile driver, and I'm like, okay, all right, yeah. Um, but here's the thing: at that at the time, there's nothing I could say to him. He had me blocked. What am I supposed to do? You, right. you blocked me. You blocked me, and you atting me. You know what I'm saying? How'd that look? I'm just saying. <laughs> like, you come in, you blocked me, but you still, you know, thinking of me. I right. didn't... It, 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 listen, we're not going to dwell on that. No, 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 no. Of course not. We're going to not dwell on that part. So, I brought that up because Amp, you know, Amp was amping the situation. Shout out to Amp. Um, and I was like, yo, he's still blocked. I don't got nothing to do. So, at some point, either late Saturday night or early Sunday night, he unblocked me. And I said, oh, okay. All right, we do that now. Usually you blocked, you block forever. I've been blocked yeah. by Big Boy from Outcast for the last decade. <laughs> I'm, I don't support none of anything that nigga does, to be honest with you. The new album, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where's Andre? That's what I say. Where's that flute playing Andre 3000? Um, 
so he unblocked me. So I did, you know, I said, you know what? Let me follow him. Let me follow him. And guess what? Guess what he did? What's that? Shortly after, he followed me back. That's right. We follow each other now on Twitter. So I said, you know what? Let me slide in DM, see if, uh, how, how, how strong this is. See what the temperature is. Yeah, let's check the temperature. Let's check the temperature. Now, should I say what was in the DMs or should I just leave it? Maybe I'll put it on Patreon or something. Yeah, um, put it on Patreon. You can see what I'll, the, I'll, I'll, I'll put a screenshot on Patreon just so everyone kind of sees what it is. But essentially, we've come to some sort of agreement that, it, you know, we good. Okay. Adam Pierce and myself, we're good. Okay. We are no longer in the, you know, I will no longer uh, spend any time or energy with any negative things towards him. And he will not give me a pile driver in the future. Like, that's just how it's going to work, our relationship in the future. Um, now, I did put up a poll on Patreon about who would win in a battle between Adam Pierce and myself. And I was heavily surprised that the Patreon people have picked me as the victor. So shout out to the patrons. Y'all are A1 since day one. Oh, God. Um, but I want to I want to ask what you think. You really think I would get my ass whooped by Adam Pierce? Well, I think his knees ain't really what they were. You remember that time when he was trying mm-hmm. to get out, get out the ring? He was, <laughs> he was setting up the match with, with, K- with KO. And I was like, uh, I mean, that, that's cool. But if he gets you in one good pop, it's over. Mm. It's over. I don't think you're that fast, Mills. I don't, I don't know. I just feel like you're not that fast. I, oh, my God. Wow. You live. No, I mean, all that running don't mean you fast. I do high intensity interval training too. That means I sprint, baby. What does that mean to me? I, 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 I sprint, you know, and I'm in, and I'm agile and I'm flexible. I you, I know you ain't know that, but I, I, I can do some things. I can make it happen. Just because you know, Adam Adam Pierce is what? How many times NWA World Champion? Be, Five times. It's not gonna be a run. It's gonna be like a, a square up. Little nigga. I mean, he's not going to say, I hope he don't say little nigga, but he's going <laughs> to square. say square up, man. <laughs> well, you listen, I got, no, I, I got no problems with Adam Pierce right now. Shout out to Adam Pierce. Shout out to him. I'm going to give him only glowing compliments from now. I'm going to say he look like Common, the white Common. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. That's that's Common. a he, he, he should know. Just know this, Adam. This is a, that's a compliment. Common's a handsome guy. Common's an amazingly handsome, handsome guy. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna say he looks like that. And you know what? The smoke is done. So everyone on Twitter, you don't have to bring it to the front door anymore. You don't have to defend me anymore. I appreciate all of that stuff. Me and Adam have figured this thing out. And you know what? I'm going to since now that we follow each other, I feel like now I can kind of send him some booking ideas for Raw right, and no. figure some things out because you know Raw's going in a certain direction. But then you know they also had that that stretch. Last night, where we had Natty and Tamino on our television for like thirty minutes. So, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the news. Uh, big signings, possible departures, all of that. Gable Stevenson signs with the WWE. This happened last weekend. The, the ink was it was dried on the contract. Mm. Um, he will actually be able to sign an M- MIL contract here. You know what that is? First ever. I looked it up. <laughs> I had to. Tell the people what it is. 
it means he can work somewhere else and also work for WWE at the same time. That's just a, you know, I, had a, I, I wanted to simplify it for everybody. That's huge. But then it also means that he can go back to the University of Michigan, defend his title there. Um, he could still do, I mean, realistically, I would imagine he could he could do other types of wrestling. He might be able to do like some form of M, uh, MMA if he didn't want to, as long as it's not the UFC, I'm sure. But, um, well, actually, no, it should be able to be in the uh, UFC. Yeah. Because Brock does it. So yeah, that's Brock possible does it. Too, if he wants to do it. So um, obviously there, there is like caveats to this. You know, Gable is only about 20, 21 years old. He won't actually start until next May after he graduates. But he's still getting them checks, I'm assuming. I would imagine that he'll, on his off times uh, and during times where he's training, he'll be getting reps in the ring. And a lot of people were concerned about, you know, his skill. I think I saw like, uh, I think I saw uh, Alvarez or Meltzer say, well, he's not going to be good out the box. I'm like, well, are you, are y'all sure? I mean, y'all, we saw what they did with Bad Bunny in like three and a half months. Yeah, You sure this guy won't be ring ready in a year? Like, what are you talking yeah, about? I think he who will. We, who are we comparing him to also? <laughs> It's good on me. All I got to say is, Chad Gable, you better watch out. There's a new Gable in town, and he wrestles too. You know what I'm saying? You're asking me, Chad. (laughs) Shorty G is back. You know what I'm saying? It's (laughs) it's over for you, bud. Yeah, Um, it might be. be, It might be. But you know what? Chad Gable is also one who was transitioned from, you know, a lot of the amateur style to the WWE style fairly, fairly quickly. And I think it's basically because he is a fan of wrestling just as Gable Stevenson is. Gable Stevenson. I keep saying Stevenson. Yeah, Gable Stevenson is. In there, but we also, yeah. we always imagine that there's an in there. Um, you know, maybe change your name, bro. But I think it's going to be, I think he's going to be fine. He's going to be, I would hope so. He was at MSG as well. I saw him. Oh, he was? Yeah. They just didn't show him on TV. I saw him, um, Nick Khan, um, not like in person, but I knew they were there. I was like, "Yo, is that Nick Khan?" Checking yeah. on the, that's checking dope. on the merchandise. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. Did they have? Um, well, we talk about it when we, when we talk about your trip to MSG. But, um, really good. I mean, <clears throat> sky's the limit for this kid. You know, I, I think that there's an incredible upside with him. He's an incredible wrestler. I mean, we saw what he did at the did at the Olympics. That that crazy comeback that he had. Um, I, I think that you know, if we're going forward with the, with WWE saying they want to sign more guys that have legit wrestling sports backgrounds. This is the way to go. And that's a huge example of it. And we're going to be seeing that a lot over the next couple of months. And, and I think it's a good way to go. I mean, these guys are coachable. They're teachable. You know, they're teachable more than a lot of people are. And I think that they come in with like no type of ego when they come mm. in. with It's like they want to they want to learn this and be good at it. And I think that the way these guys train, they'll push themselves to be the best. Like, look at how Brock Lesnar did it. You know, look at Roman. Right. They, they push themselves until they were absolutely at the top of what they could do. And I think that they want to look at more of that and less of I was rated number 25 in PWI list or some shit like that. Like, I think that they, they don't care about that type of that type of like talent to bring in all the time now. I think they still want to have those guys around, but I think they, they would much rather have like a, a Gable Stevenson. So I'm interested in seeing how this works out for them, and especially him. Yeah, absolutely. Let's see. Um, and some really scary news. It was announced last week. Uh, late last week, the Triple H had undergone surgery for a heart issue, a genetic heart issue uh, that caused him to have some sort of, um, it wasn't clear if it was a cardiac arrest or some type of issue that caused him to be rushed to the hospital to um, to fix that. So he's actually been out for the past two and a half weeks with this issue after surgery. 
That's crazy. Yeah, that we didn't know. <laughs> it's insane. I mean, it, it, they didn't want to break that news. It, it said that people in NXT didn't even know. So that, that's that's even scarier. I guess he would. I guess he would want to keep it away from people. But that's unfortunate. I mean, it makes sense because Vince was also overall last week. So now that kind of makes sense in terms of like, kind of how everyone was, you know, kind of doing um, over the last week. But you know, I hope he's all right. Yeah, the H man. You know, we got new NXT 2.0 tonight um, or last night. If you, however you roll, um, if you roll with the big boys or not. Um, However, yeah, it's it. You know, shout out to Triple H, and I wish him the best. I wish him and his family the best during this certain time because that's these heart issues. There's no joke, to be honest with you. And you know, it's tough. It's tough. I, I wonder if that's going to lead to anything with like in pretty much an unofficial official retirement from the ring. From the ring, yeah. You have to think that that would be it, right? <clears throat> I know people were they've been fantasy booking him with AJ and. Finn and and the Rock one more time, but I, I think that it it just might not be possible. I mean, do you think that does some of this come from him like working out? Like the, the, the like the intensity of his workouts will, will that affect? It could that be, well? it could be, but I actually don't know like what the actual condition is, so I I couldn't really name anything. But it definitely could be depending on the condition. But um, you know, it said it's a genetic one, like you know, down from his family and stuff like that. So. Who knows at this point? It could have been we all we can do is hope for the best um, and see kind of where this goes. To be honest with you, if this is kind of like a yo, maybe you should step away from the ring. Maybe we do away with the ring stuff. He's got nothing left to prove. Yeah. <laughs> He's done it all. He's yeah. done it all 14 times. <laughs> yeah, my I'm sorry about that earlier. My dogs are like literally fighting. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Ray, Who's winning? Ray, well, what happens like when Roman wins, Ray will like yelp because she's like, I'm losing help. Yeah. <laughs> I had to like turn around <laughs> and grab him off of her because it was like when like he'll sit on her head. Oh, wow. And Roman is like, farts. yeah, <laughs> he's like 31 pounds and he'll just and she's only like 19 pounds. He just oh sat on God. her head. And I was like, bro. So like now that I had to I had to separate them. So I had to. So if anyone heard a yelp. It was my dog. various things in the background, but I was like, oh, maybe a little flying plane? What is that? <laughs> it was them fighting. <laughs> I, I'm trying to train them to chill while I record, and they do pretty well. And then one of them gets bored and says, like, okay, let's fight. So it's like, that. that's that's what they do. So no, don't don't worry. Ray is fine. She's, she's literally looking at me right now. She's like, thank you for saving me, even though I started it. <laughs> <laughs> NXT, now being called NXT 2.0, premieres this week. Uh, and right before the show, uh, last night, Samoa Joe announced that due to a health issue, he has to relinquish the NXT title immediately. So tonight on the show, it will be Pete Dunne, Kyle O'Reilly, LA Knight, and T- Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT title, the vacant NXT title. Title. What a cursed title, right? Everyone who's gotten it has either gotten injured or been out. It's been a really rough two years for this title. I feel like it's... You know what? I can't even explain why. Maybe maybe Vince was right. Maybe we got too many old dudes and we need, you know, some young blood, some young fresh limbs in this thing. And that's what this NXT 2.0 is all about. Yeah. Now, I mean, the youngest. If you're, in, if in you're looking game. at, yeah, if you're looking at young fresh limbs, it's this match. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, Dunn is the youngest person in the match. He's only like 24. Yeah. Well, yeah. 
It doesn't like, have, I, I mean, if I don't they go with LA Knight or if they go with Champa or if they go with who's Kyle there? Is like, Kyle is like 30, I think. So, I mean, he's not old, but like they're, they're definitely, we can, we can already see it. There's a push towards younger talent on NXT mm-hmm. and let go a lot of the older talent, a lot of the talent that doesn't really fit or there are redundant in, in some way, shape or form with a lot of people. And I, I see, you know, you got to give it to Pete here, right? Like, there's just no... I mean, the match we want to see is done in Samoa Joe, right? So, just just do the right who thing. Who knows when Samoa Joe will be back? They said, um, the Observer said he, he's not expected to be out that long, but he's expected to be out, like, in for enough time that he wouldn't be, have been able to defend it <clears throat> um, on a regular basis. So, I, I, if, I was a, if I was a thing, I would say he'd be back in December. Okay. I mean, um... Yeah, I would give it a be done. To be honest, you NXT does this thing. They don't really like overbook it or think too much hard into it. It usually goes to the unless you're carrying across anyway. Um, yeah. It usually goes to the person who deserves it. <laughs> like, and you can't say that Pete Dunn hasn't deserved it. I mean, he's putting his time over the last year or so. I mean, even when his entrance coming back, um, working with Matt Riddle, figuring that stuff out. That Matt Riddle Pete Dunn thing was the original RK bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, you know, he's worked hard. So I'm going to give it to Pete Dunn. I hope he wins it. Um, that's really the only person who I'd hope would win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also on the show uh, tonight, you got uh, the, the Indy Hartwell, <laughs> Dexter Loomis wedding. If that's any indication of, like, what this show is going to be, then, like, if it is a... Uh, if if it is in some way, shape, or form like a smaller scale Raw or SmackDown, I don't think that's a bad thing, to be honest. As long as the booking doesn't, it, it, it mirrors SmackDown and not Raw, then right. I'm fine with that. I think as long as you keep it live, I would hope they would continue to keep it live. I think you, that live energy is is absolutely something different to the show, and they play off that a lot more. I think NXT, especially, you know, as of late, I mean, it's, it's a little bit formulaic and stuff like that, but you need to have the idea that anything can happen on certain shows at certain times. And that's what NXT, I think it lacks for the most part. Yeah. Um, me story, so, stories, we need characters and yeah, like it, moments we, too. moments too. Yes, absolutely. Um, it should be exciting. I'm excited. A lot of people are excited. I think, it'll, I think they'll do really well with just the, the curiosity of what's going to happen tonight. And it's a wedding angle. They always do well. So good luck to NXT. I'll be watching. Of course, Cyrus and Quan will be watching on the War Report. You can listen to that every single week as well. Next up, contract news. Are you tired of contract news? Do we have to report on this all the time? I don't. I don't. Um, I don't want to. But I don't think we need to report on it on a week to week basis. However, I think this is the new jig. Yeah, I think the new jig is contract news. I think the new jig is announcing that someone's contract is ending and keeping you pretty much um, attracted to said news or conversations surrounding it until the contract thing eventually comes up. And I think that's a main, you know, just just because of the whole AEW situation over the last number, over the last number of months. And yeah. they've signed a lot of big names and the contracts have ended and stuff like that. Um I have to answer that um but <laughs> um a lot of stuff like that so i think it's a new jay kevin owens coming up in december is pretty i would say that's a pretty major one considering um how long he's been there yeah considering how long he's been there considering i guess the 
we just saw Adam Cole say, like, hey, I want to work with all my friends. And Kevin Owens is like, yeah, I like my friends, too. Um, so I I would consider that a major one. Yeah, I would consider that definitely something to look forward. If they had told me, like, yo, like, Shinsuke shit is coming up. I was like, yeah, but. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah, that nigga ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Kevin Owens is definitely kind of news just based on his relationship, the Mount Rushmore stuff, his work with the Elite in the past, all his friends and stuff like that. Um, what are your kind of thoughts on this, on the stuff that you've seen? Um, <clears throat> I mean, KO's done it all, you know? Um, I think we might maybe be getting to a point where if there's going to be competition, you don't need to have like these elongated 10, 11 year runs anymore. Because, I mean, there there was no other place you could go. <clears throat> so if he wants to go, I'm okay with it. I, I Honestly, a lot of these guys that leave, I don't see them not coming back other than like punk. You know what I mean? So if he wants to go live out the last couple years where he could really, you know, go off, then, I mean, I'm go, go ahead. I mean, I, I'm not going to look at it as like WWE fumbled because it's like I, I think that what they did this week was them saying, okay, we lost these guys, but look at these guys that we still have and look at these guys that we can heat up whenever we want to. Like it's a, it's a, it's a a revolving door there. You know what I mean? Like it's going to suck to not have KO there, but it's also like, uh, we, I still got people there that I like, you know, enjoy watching like Kevin, Kevin Owens does not decide my viewing habits on these shows. No. And I, and I think it's mainly because they seem like, from time to time, it's like they definitely do want to feature Kevin Owens, but they don't really always know what to feature him in. Sometimes it's a feud, but then sometimes it's like, hey, we got nothing you want to do. You want to do commentary? You want to do the Kevin Owens show for this feud that absolutely doesn't, is completely independent from you? Um, so I could see it. I mean, if if he decided to go, it was like, hey, I want to go and, and try to do things, but I think Kevin Owens would be a big deal in AEW for a week. <laughs> I, well, I think he would be more than. I think he would be like Moxley level. That's yeah, that's fair. I'll give you that. That's fair. I think he would be that because of all the you know he's pretty much had the last six years of becoming this great guy and he's garnered a lot of fans and stuff like that. And you know you can put on the matches and you know you can have the kind of character and stuff like that. So I think he would be kind of Moxley level. But, that's it. Like if they're gonna put him right with the elite, everything you're saying goes out the window. Yeah. Oh yeah, they can't do that. Yeah, like if he's just gonna go with Mount Rushmore, that that's. But I think he's smart enough not to do that. We'll see. I, I don't know. We'll see because I mean, like I, I feel like he you betrays get a, his friends a lot. That's his character. That's his spiel. Oh well, I I, I imagine you have a better backbone than Adam Cole, and whatever <laughs> he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> he ran from the grind. Like Kevin Owens didn't run from the grind, so he's you know he can go wherever the fuck. I look at it like Brian. It's like I might I'm probably not gonna follow you there, but I'll definitely I'm not I'm not mad at this. You know what I'm saying? Like go go get your money, go do what you want to do, go hang with your friends. It's 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 uh it's fun over there. It's 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 not, but it's not you know it's not like a it's not like such a corporate company over there. You know what I'm saying? Like I can understand people feeling like very uh creatively you know, detached because it's just the, it's just the nature of what that company is now. So like, I completely get it. Some people don't want to, don't, they don't want to, you know, suit and tie type shit. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I, I want to be seen again. You might yeah. want to be Kevin Steen again, which isn't a terrible thing. No, I mean, I look at KO like the, like Foley in that, like Foley always left and he always came back. You know what I mean? Like 
I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I, I think that there's there's definitely Other a lot. Other niggas ain't worn fully like that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah, ain't nobody, ain't nobody worn fully. <laughs> fully, stop, uh, stop, God, fully, get, stop, stop it, Mick. <laughs> Cut it out. Listen, he got a he got an internet connection. He got a MacBook too. Come on. Yeah, cut it out. Uh, but yeah, KO, if he leaves in January, I mean, we still got a lot of people. I mean, I mean, I don't know what he'd do in AEW, but good luck to that. That's just another white guy for them. So good yeah, boy. Good yeah. job. Uh, Johnny Gargano is another guy who has a contract coming up in December. This one is like, it's weird because it's like, I don't know what I, I to, to me, honestly, I don't think he, he would definitely fit better where he is right now <laughs> than yeah. if he went over I don't think he would leave his pregnant wife in the company <laughs> like <laughs> I'm just like hey, gotta get these bucks man we gonna we gonna like that would be dumb for him to go where you know yeah I I don't I don't see where he would even yeah I, I don't know you fuck with those guys do you know do you feel like it I like has his career ever kind of been associated even with them I do not recall, and if I did, I don't remember, seeing, like, a match with them. He was always, like, the evolved guy when I was watching him. Does that nigga even know Cody? <laughs> <laughs> he probably does. All right, I'm just checking. Cody left around the time that he had started. He started, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. That's a good question. I just, I, I can't see it. I, I think Johnny's a... As close as you could get to like a lifer without, you know, worrying about the fact that these guys do like rampant uh, releases every year and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, it, it, it is it is definitely a situation where it's like, OK, like, just like you said, he has his wife is there. Um, I think that he has a really big, really, really big, um, a really big connection to the people backstage in a locker room. It's like people love him there. You know, he, he is synonymous with NXT. If he was to get called up, you know you're getting a good, a good match with him. I think that he's somebody that they definitely would, um, that, that they would they would put a lot of a lot of a lot of stock behind because they know how talented the guy is. You know, so right. Um, yeah, I I I, I can't I can't see him leaving, man. Gargano, I can't, see it. I can't see it, bro. Sorry, sorry. Uh, if you were waiting to to if you're waiting to see the 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 way in AEW. I don't see it either. Mm-hmm. That's, that's contract talk. Oh, do we have a Sasha Banks watch? She she was she was apparently at MSG, but didn't show up. I Sasha Banks was apparently around MSG. Um, I want to make a joke, but it's still. It's, <laughs> um, you know they've been requiring a lot of people to be vaccinated to enter areas and <laughs> in New York City. Um, so I don't know if she was actually there or not, but. She was brought around NYC. I saw because of the video of the guy trying to take a picture of her. And she's like, nigga, please. Like, <laughs> do you know who I am? Um, so, yeah, that's Sasha Banks watch pretty much. Shout out to her. Um, she's been backstage at the show. She still got her. She still reports to work. If anyone got to know. Um, she's not been on house shows. She has not been on television, but she is definitely in the mix of things because she has to report to work um she don't fit. I got to say about she don't fit in no storylines right now so it's better to just wait to the draft uh yeah. when we get back from uh from break we'll be talking about of course we gotta talk about biggie 
And of course, we're going to talk about the two big shows that happened over the over the week uh, on SmackDown and Raw uh, when we return on the A Show. Pyro deal. You got the pyro deal, Mills. They had that shit ready. They took that shit away from somebody. I know that. <laughs> nah, Charlotte got hers. I think AJ, they, 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 they turned it down a little bit for AJ. <laughs> but yeah, like as you heard, Big E is the new WWE champion. Uh, and a story that really kind of came to me as a surprise. I don't, I don't know if anyone picked that up on Friday that he said he was going to Raw. So when, they, when he announced it, you know, on Monday morning, Everyone was shocked, but I was like, but he said he was going to Raw's. And I was, I literally asked it on Twitter. I was like, why did he say he was going to Raw? And then they, and then he announced it. I was like, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, did, I didn't know, but no, no, no. I took it also. It was like, oh, I, when I, when I saw he was going to Raw, I was like, oh, you going to Raw to like, like if you end up showing up on Raw one day. Yeah. And then he was like, no, nigga. <laughs> no, I'm there. <laughs> yeah, he said he's going to Raw Monday, and I was like, I guess he's going to go troll them too, you know? Yeah. I, I'm just going to go troll. I was like, I guess that's cool to keep that, but I was like, I don't know how long you can keep doing that without really doing it, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but we're gonna get to Biggie in a second. We're gonna the whole show is gonna be about this. Let's go through Raw and SmackDown. Let's go through SmackDown first. So, do you want to do you want to reverse it? Oh, is, no, let's go through Big SmackDown e. first. Yeah, okay. we gotta close with Biggie. We gotta we gotta close with that. Yeah. Um. So SmackDown, Madison Square Garden, first of all, one of the highest rated SmackDowns of the year, of course. Um, it was an amazing time to be there, man. It was really, I mean, for SmackDown to just to return there, I, initially when it was announced, I was like, oh, I don't know about SmackDown. Because SmackDown be, last time SmackDown was at MSG, it was kind of whack. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I didn't go to that one. I went to the Raw. I clearly, I, 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 I went to the right one because I went and I saw Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was going to that one. I think on SmackDown, maybe Undertaker showed up. Like, maybe. Um, however, nonetheless, um, it was just great to be out there. Great to be back with wrestling fans. Great to see a lot of people that I wanted to see. Shout out to Novak, who I saw. Shout out to, of course, Rob and Nell, who I saw. Shout out to, I mean, Carlos went with me. So shout out to Carlos for just having hilarious commentary with me the entire time. Um, shout out to Jeff J. You can hear on episode 201. Great episode. We met up. We chopped it up. Shout out to Armand. Um, just meeting him. I mean, we live in the same Yeah, y'all never met. Yeah, I mean, he he lives, you know, we I don't think we live in the same like we live in like the tri-state area, but like we never like truly run into each other, so it was really good seeing him and kind of like, you know, um chopping it up with him as well. And of course, Mark who is like, wow, 
I saw he saw me before I saw him, and I was just like, "Wow, I can't believe this is happening." So, shout out to Mark, and shout out to everyone. I saw um my homeboy um gosh, I mean on 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 thing he's he's Donnie Fails on Instagram, but I saw him for a long time. We don't even live that far from each other, so it's just like reuniting that wrestling community and just embracing and enjoying that. Oh, and I met yo shout out to my guy Scott Yeager. Um, he hosts the Challenge Mania podcast as well, and another wrestling podcast called Heel World, who pretty much was like, yo, hit me up when you get here. And then I met, well, I've met them before, but Mark Long and Kenny from The Challenge, and I think that was it. Yeah, Mark Long and Kenny from The Challenge, which was pretty cool. So I had a great time. I mean, just watching that, watching the live show, being able to experience it all live, and, and, and just, it had a big feel for that episode like it, it it was major yeah we can, we can talk about the show and anything you want you want to hear any little scoops in terms jealous. of who's gonna, who's I'm gonna just, pop them i'm just jealous Why? everyone gets to meet you and i don't <laughs> we talk every week <laughs> no no. We'll, we'll meet, and, and then when we meet i'll give you one of those great hugs that i give to everybody um and I might choke you, you know? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, yeah, a little bit. I, I hope everyone enjoys me getting choked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want you to talk about the pops as we talk about the show. Okay. Yeah. I can definitely talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we have, uh, of course, at the top of the show, Roman Reigns coming out. Mm. Mean. There wasn't a Roman, boot. It was Roman City, by the way. We yeah. were in the Roman Coliseum. Because the people went out for Roman Reigns, and they went up in a big way. He told us to acknowledge him, and acknowledge him we did. What a moment for Roman. I mean, like from a guy that you couldn't buy him a cheer in this building. <laughs> oh, <laughs> to, no. To now is it's incredible. It's, 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 it's really growth, and, and I'm, I'm really happy for him. It, it was just a tremendous opening segment by the way it was just like tremendous like first of all the show started i mean if we get in kind of how the show was before the show actually cut on we got the national anthem sing by lillian garcia i don't know if they showed that on the telecast i don't think no, they did they did not okay so lillian garcia sung the national anthem similar to how she did 20 years ago with the smackdown 9 11 documentary that you can watch on youtube and on peacock um so she did that so we were all in our feelings and then roman reigns music hit and the entire kind of energy in the room we knew what it was and we were having fun with it and i thought it was just a tremendous opening segment just in general with him with paul with brock god damn <laughs> is brock the biggest baby face in the company right now yeah he's there <laughs> Yeah, look at him. I mean, look at him. He's completely, this is someone who for the last, I mean, decade and change has not, well, last two, pretty much close to two decades now, hadn't changed his style, hadn't changed his look, hadn't really evolved with the times. And now you look at him and it's just like, it's a completely different energy, kind of like just him boot cut Brock is, is just a different animal. <laughs> boot cut Brock. Um, so, I mean, you had, the, you had the opening of the show with Brock coming out. And issuing a challenge to Paul Heyman or to Roman Reigns, but not before telling Paul or asking Paul, why didn't he tell Roman that he was a SummerSlam or he was going to be a SummerSlam? To why, which all of us was like, ooh, like, it was very, it was very Maury Jerry Springer-esque. Well, the crowd was into this. 
You in- fucked up chance got bleeped. <laughs> oh, long 15 seconds. 15 second silence. Okay? I was annoyed. Seriously. Oh my god. Like, I didn't think they would bleep it. Stop cussing? Like, can y'all really stop cussing? Please. I, I didn't think they would bleep it. I don't think we thought they would bleep it too. Like, when is the last time you heard you fucked up chance and just completely silent? I think I think it's because it was on Fox. I think USA would have let that rock. Yeah, probably. Um, but I mean, I mean, how do you think it's gonna play out as it goes? Like, will, will Paul turn on Roman, or will Roman turn on, uh, or will Paul turn on Brock? I think Paul's gonna turn on Brock, right? That's the that's the natural progression of it. I don't think you need Brock to talk, but damn, it would be cool if, if Paul was still there. <laughs> I think Roman turns on Paul. Oh, okay. I think Roman eventually turns on Paul, and that brings back Paul with Brock. Um. I think that would be a great way to kind of go about it um, because it'll put over Roman Reigns as this kind of like truly evil, maniacal heel. And then it'll also give some sympathy to Paul Heyman, who kind of needs it in this kind of like Weasley squirming position that he's in. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be a great way to kind of go about it. Um, I can't wait for it to see it happen. This is such an intriguing story. This is something that I've wanted for very long. As soon as the Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman kind of alliance that we got actually around this time last year um, was announced, I was like, but what about Brock? So I've always wanted to. And as the relationship between Roman and Heyman has kind of advanced over last year, Heyman has kind of stuck his neck out. He almost got killed by Kevin Owens um, on multiple occasions. Um, But he's done it to support his tribal chief. And now you have the advocate who's worked for the last 20 years come in and it's just, it's like, wow. Yeah. Hold up. And, and, and even, even then it's like, okay, even when Roman left, Paul does the, the, the Brock intro <laughs> and it's like, okay. That was amazing. Yeah. So it's like, okay, how are they going to play this? I like that they're keeping the Brock interference very minimal uh obviously they they did get a little bit physical on smackdown but it's like okay they're they're building this in the right way do you think this is the crown jewel match yes gotta be right well no actually actually no he's not going he's not going to crown jewel mills he's not going uh roman he's not he's going to be on raw he's going to be on raw instead of crown jewel yeah a new day is staying on raw the rest of the guy i don't think they're taking everybody like they usually do I believe oh, it was wow. reported somewhere that Roman is going to be on Raw because he's going to be doing Raw, Raw house shows against the, the Bloodline versus the New Day in mid-October before Crown Jewel. He's not going to, 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 he's not going to Saudi. Ooh, okay. All right. That's certainly an interesting uh, predicament that we've got here. Yeah, huh. I don't know how long you stretch this out. I saw someone say, like, maybe Brock wins the Royal Rumble. I think that would piss off a lot of people. <laughs> Let that's, me just be that's clear. Far too fucking long. That's yeah. that's playing a long game. And and just from the just from what they've done in this feud thus far and even gotten to the physical point, that would be too long to wait for a match. Yeah. I I think that man, it's like if you're not going to give him the the belt, he has to have someone else on that level that he can have a feud with. And you've done Goldberg You've done, you know, a lot of stuff like you, you have to build somebody or they could run Drew, the Drew match again. I think that that still has some heat behind it. But Drew is obviously mm-hmm. a baby face, a heavy baby face, a heavy, heavily favorite one as well. Um, I mean, you could do 
Biggie, you could do anyone. I mean, he could go anywhere at this point. I'm I'm just interested in seeing where this plays out if Brock isn't in Roman's orbit. We know he has like a two and a half, three year deal now. So it's like he has a lot of ways he could go. I'm just hoping that it's something that makes sense. And it's like something that helps elevate other people this time around, especially mm. as he reaches what I would imagine would be kind of like the twilight of his career. If I'm Fox, I'm like, yo, get that nigga on the premiere of SmackDown. Right. Wrestling. Yeah. Like Brock is yeah. Brock is 44 now. So I mean, you, you don't have that much. I, I don't I don't know how much wear and tear is going on into this, but <laughs> but I mean, I I got I would imagine the the big the big key here is Gable versus Brock, right? That's the that's the long game mm. thing here. I mean, the long game. Is. I mean, so, that could definitely be one. Um, we also got to talk about the other elephant in the room, the other blood splattered face painted. Yes, Finn Balor. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. 100% how I feel about this. I don't think the demon should lose. I think this is a protected act on your card. Mm-hmm. I don't think Roman needs to beat all of the protected acts as he's been doing for the, mm-hmm. for the whole year. You got to have something. <laughs> you have to have something. The, the, here's the thing. The Roman and Brock match is big even if he doesn't beat Finn Balor, the demon. Right. You know, it don't make him a bigger legend. He's already that. He's had the title for over a year. You know? I think the match is gonna bang, but I'm 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 bullish on the whole thing because, you know, it 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 doesn't to me it doesn't make sense to okay the match doesn't even have a stipulation. There's no extreme rules matches on the show so far. <laughs> why why is the show extreme? <laughs> extreme circumstances. This this is this is the one time where. The TV's actually been better than the build to the pay-per-view, if that's if that makes any sense. But that's good, man. I want listen, I you know on the pay-per-view they're gonna deliver. Pay-per-view is really just matches. You know when you get there, they're gonna deliver. So I'm not really worried about that. But the weekly television I gotta sit through to get to the pay-per-view, I and the one that we talk about every week, I care about that a lot. So I'm I'm I love the fact that these shows, especially over the last two weeks, have gone just have it's gotten better in response, whether it's in response to competition, whether it's in response to football, whether it's in response to anything, it's just better. So I love that. Um, but you know what? There's a lot in there, and I think we're going to end up figuring it out sooner or later anyway. It all will be revealed. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, finishing out, I, I do, but what, one thing I do enjoy that I'm not bullish on is the fact that, yes, there should be more than one person trying to go for Roman at, at one time. So he's beating everybody on the show. Let's just be clear. Biggie's gone. So you, you're left with Finn Balor and Brock Lesnar, which I don't think are two. They're not. They, these two are not bad choices for baby faces on the show, especially top faces. If that's Absolutely. where you're going to go. They're, they're good. They're good choices for this. But I think that, you know, in the end, who beats Roman? It's, it's like, I, I don't think it's going to be The Rock because it's like, why The Rock? Why the hell would The Rock need the Universal Championship? I I kind of think the demon will beat Roman. You do? Yeah. I kind wow. of think. Wow. Okay. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh listen, we didn't put on the we didn't put on the docket. Well, we did. It's a little bit later, but the draft is coming up. Draft. I I I want to stop all, making kind of all major decisions until the draft kind of shows up. Right. Okay. But it's definitely a possibility. Yeah. Okay. 
I just think it's, I, I I'm just hoping that it 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 works out and that Finn isn't relegated to the background. They they've done it, but they, even on the other side, to be fair, they haven't done that yet. They yes, haven't done it at all absolutely. since he's been here since he's been back. So I I just don't want him to fall out of fall out of the attention span. But they they gave him the big end of the show thing with the demon. Thought it was a cool visual, mm-hmm. and, and I liked it. Uh, one thing I didn't put on here, and I can't believe I didn't put on here, put it on here was yeah, Seth. Versus you're wilding. I know. <laughs> that was like a whole 25% of the fucking show. <laughs> People were mad. People, there was fallout from that match. <laughs> Seth Rollins and Edge went about 30 minutes on free TV and a rematch of their WrestleMania match. Daniel Bryan wishes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, and to be fair, I thought it was as strong of a match as has been on the show since AJ and Daniel from last year for the IC title. I thought it was this a strong match of the year contender. Absolutely. I, oh I my God. It, they went off. There were so many really good things about it. The callbacks as well. Um, Seth just this, absolutely beating Edge at his own game. Just, just a lot of really good stuff. This is the difference. Let me talk about the difference right here. Look at CM Punk returning mm-hmm. to the ring for seven years. Look at Edge returning to the ring for the first time in nine years. Look at the passion that both of them have the levels of passion and look how edge has evolved this game, kind of knowing the environment that he is in and what he can contribute. And then look at CM Punk and whatever the hell he did it all out. <laughs> look at the difference. Look at the material. You know what I'm saying? It's just different is he's having, he's 40 something, 40 Edge is like what? 47 years old, yeah. 48. He's older. Mm-hmm. He had a banger. A motherfucking banger, bro, in a very athletic match against a very athletic guy. And exchanging I, finishers. They, they, I, I said this, I texted this to you when I was watching it. I said, I th- oh, I think he's really back now. Like, he, he's back for real. Like, oh, this nigga's here. Yeah, he, he's here for real. And I, I really, I really enjoyed this match a lot. I know I that mean, he's not, not after this match. Now he's gone. But he's, yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> let's talk about that. Well, we, I mean, we can't. We don't know what the draft is. But I mean, obviously, the draft is coming. Um, Edge. I mean, he's pretty much free to, free to float wherever he wants to go. But I think that mm-hmm. he might be raw bound. I think Raw does need him. I think that that sets up so many dance partners for him, from Damian Priest to Big E to you know, if he stays, Drew McIntyre, something that I would love to see. Bobby Lashley is something that I, would, that I think would be really good. Matt Riddle is something that I think would be really good. There's a lot of dance partners. First time ever's for Edge on Raw. So Absolutely. I think that that would be a really cool place for him to go. Just if he if he if he decides that he wants, you know, that they decided he wants to do that. But obviously, the elephant in the room is that this match absolutely did go very long, and uh, it did kind of boot off a couple of women's matches. There were no women's matches on the SmackDown other than the the segment. Uh, and, no, and no women other than the segment with Becky and Bianca. Yeah. So when you were there live for the pre-show dark match, we actually got Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley, which was wild as fuck. I was like, what do you... When she, the queen came out, I was like, oh my God, like we in for a treat. Hold the fuck up. Um, and then I think kind of the major... The major thing that we got from the show is... And I even talked about Jeff J with it after the show. I talked about it with the guys. Um... That we were like, yo, it would have been, it was just weird that the women were missing from the show. That's how mm-hmm. we kind of just generally felt about it. It was like, oh, yeah. I mean, they could have had a women's match. Me, I don't think any of us knew kind of on Twitter the whole like 
thing that went up of all these ladies pretty much saying like never mind putting up like ellipses and shit like that and 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 pretty much being frustrated that their match was kicked off the show especially considering <laughs> um considering what was rumored it was rumored tony storm and Liv versus carmella and 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 selena vega three-fourths of them are tri-state <laughs> you <Yeah>. know <laughs> i was like damn that's rough that's tough following day selena vega goes on you know television and she's you know um names for the 9-11 victims because you know her father uh was definitely one of those victims as well so you know it was, it was just it didn't feel good you understand why it happens these are things that just kind of happens in a live show um but it didn't feel good yeah yeah it sucks it it, it is terrible i'm pretty sure that uh They'll make good on it this Friday. And it was reported that Vince personally apologized to all of them. Uh, so, I mean, you know, hopefully he makes good on this on Friday. You know, Zelina, you know, I love, you know, I love you, girl. Bro, you know, he love her. <laughs> you know, I love you. Girl. You know, I wouldn't do that to you like that. You know, it was just, you know, the edge and Rollins. It was a blown spot. You know, then we got to talk about the, the stretcher job. You know, I wouldn't do that to you, baby girl. Tony Storm, I see you. You know, that's how yeah. I imagine Vince would talk in New York. I, I see you. <laughs> imagine Vince saying, I see you. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, I think my stomach is cured. <laughs> that, that, I mean, I, sometimes all you need to do is just talk about wrestling indeterminately. Uh, one more thing. I've been sipping ginger ale, too. So, One more thing on this huge episode of, of SmackDown. Bianca and Becky's contract signing. Um, I, I feel like we're always kind of saying, huh, how, how do they do? Like, we're kind of worried because of what happened to SummerSlam. But I think that I think they're firmly in the driver's seat of, of this thing. I'm not I'm not very worried about it anymore. You know, I was I was a little bit. I I never really I guess because of her run the last time, it's very rare that Becky used any props. But I understand that she's trying to get over as a heel. So she has to come out with the sunglasses and the very large, you know insanely expensive jacket um so she has to use those things but my god i mean we talked about this for weeks on weeks on weeks on weeks on weeks bianca belair come on she's stepping come up on she's stepping up she Bro. just knows she just knows she just how does she know because she always does listen sign it sign it sign it mm-hmm. sign it <laughs> like and we all chanting sign it because we're idiots so like <laughs> We just New York City loved her. Madison Square Garden loved her. Um, they love Becky too, but not as much as Bianca. I think at this point, but, um, but that's that's, a, that's what Becky wants. They don't yes. want. She don't want them to. Because I, I just remember the the argument being they're not going to boo her. They're not going to turn on Becky Lynch. They're not going to do this. And I'm like, yes, they will. You just got to believe in Bianca. As soon as she said you can be out in the crowd just like them, niggas was like, oh, we're just like us. What you mean, like us? You know, what do you mean, um, you people? Yeah. What do you mean, you people? A little bit of that. But she decided I left my kid to go out in front of you guys and you guys boo me and shit like that. It was like, yo, fuck your kids. That's yeah. essentially what New York said. Um, It was an amazing segment. It was just good. Like good. everything hit. Um, This needs to have every- a state. But the, yeah. the thing is, I think that they're not done after this match. I think this is going to be ongoing people feel as though smackdown won't draft well, well here's the thing we don't know if champions can't move 
So, so, so initially Champions have moved before, and yeah, they like, have to trade belts. Yeah, thought on national television. They have to set. They have to settle the the champ moving thing. They should absolutely not have champs move because it just doesn't make you the what the way SmackDown is constructed at the top. They only need pieces in the mid card that need to change. To me, yeah. mm-hmm. and we'll talk about this more in our, our drafts. I guess we're gonna have a draft special coming up in a couple of weeks, but um. I think that they need to keep this core because this is the hottest women's program and you don't want to end this. So absolutely, you should be, they should draft Roman one, draft Becky two, draft Bianca three, <laughs> then leave it there and then I let mean, it fall. I hate that shit. I hate having to redraft the entire roster and like 70% of it is the same fucking roster you had. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. Just, I always appreciated the little shakeup things. We're going to have this many slots. There's, Raw is going to get so many people. There's going to get so many people. And I don't know. Just don't do the lottery shit. But I don't know. Just redrafting the entire roster and having me wait to just say AJ Styles is on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, the fuck was this? <laughs> um, But, yeah, SmackDown was an incredible event. I enjoyed all of it. The 10-man tag. Shout out to Trey Young. I didn't even get any video of it because I was laughing so hard that this man followed me to Madison Square Garden again um, because I was at the game, too, where he lost. So I feel very, very happy. <laughs> listen, listen to this. Listen, I was at the only playoff victory for the last eight years. I'm talking my shit. That was one of the best moments of the year. Um, this, so there, there is no way he doesn't show up to day one. I don't care what people say. People was like, oh, they got a game against the Cavs on the on the on the third or something like that. And I'm like, nigga, Nick Khan got money. Yeah, they got a private <laughs> fly jet. you back. Yeah, they have a private jet. Like, I there's no way he doesn't show up to day one on January 1st. I'm sorry. It's just, it's just I think it's gonna happen. Like yeah. that that connection is just so cool. Like you've and it was organic. Like usually it's always corny. And I think that that's the that's the benefit of having like a CAA guy there, is that they we know didn't see it coming at all. Yeah. <laughs> Is, and and they loved it, and I think that's probably why he was there, Mills, because he wanted to see how it, would, how it would come off. But like, I was like, yo, <laughs> he was looking, he was looking at the money pretty hard. Yeah, so. you know. So I mean, you know, take it for what it is. I think that he is doing really good stuff on the on the partnerships end, and I think this was a great partnership that people just, you know, outside of, you know, just regular wrestling fans will appreciate. It's it's all regional. It's a it was a regional. Once again, he's all about these regional experiences. It was a regional experience that really resonated with that crowd. So it's almost like, you know, bringing LeBron out of Cleveland or something like that. You know, so I'm not saying it'll happen, but like that's the type of reaction that they wanted, you know? Absolutely. Um, let's um, get raw. One, one, one more little tidbit from SmackDown for whatever okay. reason. This is very, very random. Someone had pissed off Montez Ford in the front row for whatever reason. You, I don't think you could see it on camera, but someone was calling him something. And it was so funny. I don't, I'm surprised he got away with it on the show, but he's like flipping them off. He's shaking their ass at them. Like he was doing all types of funny shit on the apron. And then he would go in the ring and fucking do the most amazing things ever and lose a shoe and, and, and still shoe. be incredible. He got one uh, shoe over. That's a WWE champion soon. I'm telling you. He looking bigger too. Like he, he gained away. Like he, you know. He about to be ready for the spotlight. Like you better love, watch out. I love his body went limp when he got put in the guillotine. I was like, oh this, yeah, yeah, this, my man. He's a fool. <laughs> he watched too much fucking Martin. That's what he do. I Bro, know he watched Martin. 
and it, not only that, he got put in the guillotine immediately out cold. I'm like, all right, bro. That's a big dog. He's wilding, bro. Okay, let's get the raw. Uh, obviously, biggest thing of the night. Big E wins the WWE Championship. Uh, cashes it in. Call the shot. Yeah, cashes it in after commercial break. <laughs> that was so wild. Like, you, you weren't live on Twitter, but everyone was, the whole timeline was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> they wanted you to get the whole celebration, so I appreciate that. I think no, I think they I think this is one of those situations where they wanted people to like call your friends, text your peoples. Yeah. Um, type of thing. It's like Biggie's about to win this shit up next. Um, so I think that was kind of what's going on, but that was still the wildest shit I've ever seen. Yeah, I I, I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Um not much to say about the match. Obviously, it, it was it, it happened. Well, they did a big switch up here, right? So they did the Randy Orton, uh, Bobby Lashley match, not at Extreme Rules, but at Raw. So there was a huge change of plans here. Which, for all intents and purposes, if it gets big, if it gets biggie onto the card on Extreme Rules, I'm all for that. I think that he should be defending it as soon as possible, and I think that we should see that match in full. Um, but we had Randy Orton. Shout versus- out to Randy. Yeah, shout out to Randy for being able to like step aside because you, you, I'm sure you would have been like, yo, I would have fucked with the Extreme Rules match. But he was like, yo, if we doing, if we put over Big E, I'll do Big it. Yeah. moment, yeah, exactly. But also had a really good match with Bobby Lashley. This didn't expect that one. D- didn't did not expect that one. I thought it was a really good match, a really good main event. I don't know if I was excited, but I thought the main event really came off really well. And Boston was hot. Meals. They were hot for the, for everything that happened last uh, on Raw, other than the Tamina bullshit, which we'll talk about. But um, Biggie wins with the big ending. Celebrates with the New Day, black to black. The first time the WWE Championship has changed hands from a black man to another black man ever. Where do you put? Oh, got it. All right. Um, where you want to put New Day? Best factions of all time. This has seemingly been the conversation. <sighs> Two WWE you champions know, in it? Top five? If the Shield is top five, New Day is either above or below. I think New Day actually has had more champion... No, they haven't had more singular championships, I don't think. Unless you count Kofi. What about 3 and B? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> what about, I mean, there's, there's, there's four horsemen, there's... There's evolution. I mean, you can't forget about evolution, but I think evo- I feel like evolution doesn't count because they were manufactured to win the world. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't have to like get it out the mud and really prove themselves. It was like, and you're gonna be future world champion, and you're gonna be future world champion, and I'm gonna be a 14 time world champion, and we got the 16 time world champion right here. So I feel like that was manufactured. But talk about New Day getting it out the mud, man. Two different members to win world championships. Both of them amazing moments. Um, Big E was a um is a Grand Slam champion too. Is he? Mm-hmm. Wow. Look at that. He's one of the he's one of the US. Yes. Hasn't he? I don't he, think so. Let me see. Let's let's see. Keep going, keep going. But yeah, uh yeah, he t- I mean Biggie has uh, over the last I mean, so I want to talk about how kind of we called the situation. And oh, we yeah. didn't just call it soon. We didn't just call it like a, a couple of weeks ago. We called this a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> when when they did the split with Big E and everyone was talking about, I mean, they did the split on the night of the draft and everyone was talking about WrestleMania 36. We got to get Big E in the main event of WrestleMania. And everyone was like, yo, we, I mean, not everyone. We were like, yo, slow your roll a little bit. Yep. 
it's not not right now. We got to build this story. We got to make sure the time is right. We got to make sure the people is right in this situation. We got to make sure that we don't just throw this guy, throw it for the sake of throwing it. Now, could WWE have done that? They absolutely could have. WWE can do whatever they want. They make a star whenever the fuck they want. Yeah. Um, but patience, um, making sure that it's paced well, making sure you believe in this moment. Absolutely. They did that. And I think that what was what, you know, to your point, the reason why I feel as though we weren't really sold on it was because there was a lot of things, not in Biggie's way, but in Biggie's favor, is that they weren't going to put him in a position where Roman could bitch him out because mm-hmm. that's what he does to everybody. And they wanted to put him in a position where he actually looked like he could be viable to do that with, with you know, when he cashed it in. So if you think about it, how many times has Biggie lost in this year? Like twice? A couple, a couple more times. He, he, he got beat up by Apollo a couple times. Yeah, but um, it was all Apollo. This is the only person he lost to. It was only, and yeah, that, was only to get, so. that was only to get Apollo over. But within a year, he won the IC title, he won the Money in the Bank, and he won the WWE Championship. I don't think this has ever been done before. I can't think of a, of a time this has ever been done where he, he looked strong the whole way through. And I think people got really antsy because they wanted the Roman thing to happen. They thought it was going to happen. When I saw the Paul Heyman stuff, I was I was not I was not fooled. I was I was like, I'm staying the course here. This is not what this is not the this is not the the direction because if you have Brock Lesnar there once again, they don't want to put Biggie in a position where he could be bitched out. If he wins it from Roman, he's going to get bitched out by by Brock, and that's going to cause <laughs> you don't want that yeah. happening again. They saw what happened when they did that the first time with Kofi. You don't want that. So you move right. him over, you move him over to Raw, you have him face someone who actually has storyline issues with the New Day in Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. He, has a, he has a story there. And you also reunite him with his boys. You don't have him win it there on his own. You have him win it there where you got his boys. I think that's a stronger look for him is to be back with the New Day. And now Monday Night Raw is so much more bolstered now because the New Day is in full... It, it, they're just there in full force. Yeah, and they have a WWE champion, and now they're mourning Monday Night Raw because now Biggie is now. We saw the news on PW Insider. Um, I had initially speculated because I was like, "Oh, draft about to come up. Maybe they'll have Biggie on SmackDown and then officially drop him to Raw." No, he's moved to Monday Night Raw. He that's is why, now. Why I'm on thinking. Raw. That's why I'm thinking that they're not moving champions over. It just would not make sense, especially if they just made this move. Yeah, he has to be exempt from being moved right now. Because you you can't just well obviously they can't just move from right Unless back. They lose it at extreme rules. It, it, well, yeah mm-hmm. that well that wouldn't happen. Well well what what okay this is all good. I, I want to talk about diversity before we talk about his reign, or do you want to talk about his reign before we talk about the diversity part? Um, let's talk about diversity because I okay. feel like that's going to be a longer one, and we're going to get cut off with one of these things about one of the other things. Yeah, so I I think that I saw a clip last week of somebody saying basically trying to talk down people who said that all out didn't have enough diversity. And um, I don't remember what the podcast was called. I just saw it come across my timeline and it stuck with me Mills. It really did. It it really kind of like made me think like, I couldn't believe that someone black would say that, you know? Um, A damn shame. He said that diversity is good and all, but we, it's not the only part of the picture. He said that we we it, we make it too much of a what do you, what do you say like we make it too much of a of an issue essentially yeah especially when the show was good and I was like nigga that's not <laughs> all right 
So, so, no, prayers down. No, um, I looked at that. that. Wasn't a, that, Yeah, that wasn't a good shout out to you. That was like a shout out to you, like shady shout out to you. And I, I, and I liked the, 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 the black girl that was on that show. Took him to task for that because you should not. We should not have to ask for this at this point. We, sh- you should just be doing it. It's 2021. Yeah. And I feel and like everyone else is doing it because. God. I think that I, I don't want to start any tribalism here. Okay. This isn't to start tribalism. It's because this is a part of the conversation. Okay. I'm not trying to make this a versus type thing. Okay. But we had a hashtag last week. We had people wanting to have conversations and spaces. Why are we still doing this? We don't got to be disagreeing that these companies need to do better. Right. Mm-hmm. They should just do it. You had Tony Khan tweeting. Oh, I've been talking to Leo Rush. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to tell you. I've been talking to Leo Rush. <laughs> you had. Oh, yeah. We signed Lee, Lee Moriarty. Shout out yeah, to that we, guy. We signed Lee Moriarty. We started, look, look, look. We, we did that. It's like these are these aren't these aren't things that they have planned. OK. When you commit to giving someone like a Big E this, the money in the bank, you've committed to, OK, he's going to be a champion. That's what they've committed to. And we knew that. Right. That was a long form game. It's Absolutely. a long game here. Just like when you commit to a Damian Priest with a bad bunny move, that's a long term commitment. You put him in a, in a spot where he has to where he's doing press for this. When you commit to a Kofi Kingston, when you commit to a Bianca Belair, you commit to uh, even a swerve. You commit to a Legado del Fantasma on the NXT. You, you commit to these people of color in ways where you don't have to talk about it. You just be about it. I'm not saying WWE is doing the they're they're the most progressive company of they're not. No, no one is. I'm not playing the woke war with you guys. But as far as showing and proving, they're absolutely doing that. And these aren't gestures that were just like, oh shit, well, I was talking to goddamn Ron Simmons yesterday. He's gonna be on the show. <laughs> you know, this was a you this hired Mark Henry. Mark Henry gonna bring us in a couple more of these blacks and yeah. we'll get something moving. <laughs> Like this, this, this shit means something to us when we get it without being told or without having to tell them this is what we want. This is the one moment they actually did this in a timely manner. You know what I'm saying? We always say people get the, you know, they get the flowers they deserve after a while. But it's like that shot of Biggie at the end, that matters. That matters. That's what we want to see. You know, and it don't always got to be the world championship. Put us in the main event. <laughs> Do something. You, you mean to tell me that you, you know, Obviously, companies are not progressive, but you mean to tell me that these moves, Bianca Belair and Sasha in the main event, this Big E moment, Big E win the money in the bank, all these moments don't mean anything? And, 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 and we, we, don't, we, we, we talk too much about diversity, but, but listen, when we talk about diversity, it should happen. We shouldn't have to be getting small crumbs. You got a whole roster. It, it should not be just ROH and WWE that have all, like, mostly all champions of color. Now, come on. That, that's crazy to me. And an impact. An impact. That's crazy to me. That's fucking crazy. Shout out to That's Big fun. E, man. Shout out to Big E. Yo, yo, pick up your phone. <laughs> Shout out to Big E, man. You feel pick me? Pick up your phone. Pick up your phone. That's it's just. Should we try? I mean, at least try. You want to? You want to try? Let's try. Let's try. Let's see if he picks up. I'll see if you don't, you don't. I mean, that's nothing to say. Wouldn't be the first time on this podcast. 
I'm not gonna. I'm not even gonna. I'm not going to. Uh, I'm not going to to advertise it if it does. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm not gonna advertise. It. Probably not gonna pick up. Probably not. I wouldn't. Not if it was me. No. <laughs> if the challenge is on, I'm not picking up. I I could literally I literally text him today. There you go. Not gonna continue that. So no. Okay. Uh, um, let's um. Let's talk about the run, the rain. Okay. I I hate to you know I hate being real sometimes because people don't like it. That's why I hate being real. Mm-hmm. You should be I, fake a little bit more. <laughs> I, need, I need to be fake a little bit more because I need to I need to kiss more ass. I love this for him. I think he's gonna have some really dope matches. I think he's gonna prove a lot of people wrong too. But I don't know if this is gonna last past Royal Rumble. I would be very interested if it did. I mean, it would, I think it would I, be a great look. I would too. I but I do think that they have their plans for that. I really do. I mean, they got two world championships. We have the big plans for one, and then we have the regular plans for the other. So I think I absolutely think Raw is getting the regular plans. <laughs> Raw is one hundred percent getting regular, regular. Oh, it's a good old wrestling match, man. Yeah, listen. I, I think if Roman is in that stratosphere in SmackDown or, or Becky and Bianca, they're absolutely getting the the big marquee main events. I think I think SmackDown's closing both shows again this year too. But um, I don't know who. I would love for it to last longer than that, but I mean, if it lasts to WrestleMania, let's go. But I, I don't, I personally right now, I don't see it going, especially with like there's Damian Priest that I think they're going to start putting a lot behind Matt Riddle. I think they're going to start putting behind and wherever Keith Lee lands, I think he's firmly going to be in that picture whenever he comes back or whenever he's ready. That's just how I feel about it. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like anything can happen. To be honest with you, we're in different times. Um, but money in the bank holders never hold it for that long. That's I'm not saying it just because you know Biggie's black. I'm just saying because yeah. money in the bank holders never have it that long. Yeah, no, I agree. But the average is like three months at best. And people, like, I don't know. Let's people see what are happens. gonna get mad. And people are gonna get mad because they say, "Why didn't you give him a long run?" I'm just like, that's not the point of what they're trying to do. What they, what if they we do. make it at least Survivor Series. And we do, and we get a little Roman versus Biggie, oh, Bloodline happening. versus New Day. That's happening. I wouldn't. Um, I, I think. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked if New Day won the tag titles just for this match. Yeah, I think. I think we will. Uh, I think we will be happy with it nonetheless. I think it'll, as long as the, the the as long as the rain has a moment. I think people should be satisfied with it. Um, the draft was announced. Yeah, yeah, let's run through the rest of Raw. <laughs> yeah, the draft was announced uh, October 1st and 4th. I think we've been guessing that as well. I I don't know how much they could take from NXT, but there are a bunch of women on NXT that are waiting in the wings. So I'd expect that a lot of those women and some of those men will be drafted coming up. I'll see what happens on NXT 2.0 tonight. But a lot of the people got written off. You have you would have to have expected that Adam Cole probably would have been one of those guys. Um, I'd imagine that if Gargano's done, he might be another one of those guys that are coming up. But I'd, I'd say, like, it's, it's a safe bet. We're probably getting a lot of women this year for the draft. Mm, I love that. Safe, that. safe bet. Uh, speaking of women, Natty and Tamina, get them, get them the fuck off my TV screens. Woo! I, listen, I feel so bad for Shotzi, Knox, Rhea, Nikki. They're hot acts. And every time they're on fucking TV with them, it goes away. 
because they're not facing people that they, they, they give them they that. They were on Raw for like 30 minutes. I know because as soon as the match, first of all, the match was announced Rayo versus Natty. All right, whatever. I could sit through that. And then <laughs> um, Homegirl, Sonya Deville says, oh, and before that match, now we're going to throw in um, Tamina versus Nikki. And I was like, I did not sign up for this. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to peace out until it's time to come back. And I legitimately watched an episode of, fuck, what was I watching? I forget. It was some anime. Um, I watched a whole episode of it thinking, oh, both these matches will be done in 20 minutes. Wrong. <laughs> Boy, was I wrong. And I completely <laughs> missed whatever ending that fucked up Tamina versus Nikki. <laughs> okay. So, so the ending was Tamina kicked out. Two, she wasn't supposed. Okay. So let's just be clear. Tamina was supposed to win the match. And I think the ref and the timekeeper knew that. <laughs> And so Tamina had accidentally not kicked out of a two count. She the, so the ref counted three, then called the match. Nikki had to get up and act like she didn't win the match. She just had this really weird look on her face, and then Tamina beat her up to get her heat back because she lost the match. So essentially, <laughs> so essentially, and, and Tamina was being real rough with Nikki the whole match, and I was just like, "What's going on here? Like you were hitting her like." mad hard for no reason she says this is a small person but i think that you know how they usually do with the singles matches one of the one of the one of the faces wins one of the faces loses i think that's what they were going to do but it turns out with this both of the faces technically won visually (laughs) so it didn't make any sense jesus christ that's funny as fuck um but yeah keep them off keep them off the show keep them off the show Listen, if Seth Rollins, if Seth Rollins and Edge were trying to get us out of a Natty and Tamina match, God bless him. <laughs> God bless him. Um, but yeah, they stunk up the joint for like half an hour. Get the Jesus fucking Christ. titles off of them. I don't care how. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean, but it might really be time for them to start being coaches. Yo, that's wild how they got like half an hour, and they are also injured and still got to keep the belts. I'm not saying like, yo, I, I, the moment was here when they won the titles, and I'm glad that they've, Tamina's finally a champion stuff, but the moment has wore off. We got to get back to reality, and the reality is that these young girls are going, and, 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 and there are other significant characters on this show that need uh, this attention. So, yeah. let's see. Um, Charlotte and Alexa, one of the hottest, this is one of the hottest feuds on Raw, secretly, sneakily. They want this like, match. Sh- Yo, shout out to shout out for them doing Charlotte versus Shayna, which I feel like is a match that I've never seen. It was real good but too. I, I feel like I, all I could think about in this match was like, yo, imagine if this was on Takeover. Like, oh yeah, to the moon, baby. Um, but with that said, the Charlotte versus Alexa moment afterwards. God, these two are such professionals. They're so good. <laughs> They're so good at what they are at this point. And I feel like Charlotte's enjoying this too. And I made also a note during this that WWE pretty much says, like, yo, we own the yes chance. So Oh yeah, they do. No, they, they this all- is the only this is the only exclusive place where you will find yes chance. Yeah. And they, and they do it in, in AW, it don't hit the same. I'm sorry, fella. <laughs> it don't hit the same as it do here, bro. It just don't. I think that um the gift thing was really funny. I popped for the Charlotte Lily doll. I'm sorry, I did. I I love the silly shit. And I do like that there there's been less of the supernatural stuff. It's just straight up. You know what I'm saying? It's just straight up. Mm-hmm. 
here we go. We want to fight. I want to see who's the biggest motherfucker, the baddest motherfucker in, in on the show. And I think right. that they should, they should carry it like that. I'm sure we're gonna get the supernatural shit later. I'm pretty- I feel like they shouldn't. I feel like we should continue. I mean, the fiend shit was cool, but I don't think we need to associate that. I feel like Alexa Bliss now needs to be like more of a misfit toy than an actual like fiend offspring. Like I think we're good on that. Um, that's why I think we see so much with Lily. Now I'm talking to Lily and stuff like that. I think that's like the last remnant of it. Yeah, it is. But in the playhouse. Yeah. I, I don't think we need to. I hope they don't do any of the shut off all the lights and have yeah. like music and shit like that. Like we don't we don't need any. They don't need to remind anybody of uh, the Fiend and Bray Wyatt, especially if this nigga is going to AEW, which I assume he's going to. Oh, God. I didn't we didn't even mention him. <laughs> we're taking all the white guys listen <laughs> brother Wyndham Rotunda go off my friend have fun there uh, one more thing on Raw that I want to talk about before we before we head out of here uh, shout out to Damian Priest man I, I felt like the match he had with, with Hardy was, was, was good because of the way he protected Hardy and there were certain things that I saw in the match that I thought like was really he, he kind of slowed himself down and most of the times when other wrestlers do that, it doesn't look very good. But he did mm-hmm. it in a way that made Jeff, with his limitations, look really well in this match. Like there was a point where he does the the flip up tope off the top over over yeah. the uh, to the outside. He did like he did. Did you see he did it like halfway? He didn't do the full rotation, so Jeff could catch him. And I thought that was a really nice touch. I, and I and you know I, I I just I like when wrestlers do stuff like that. I agree. It's a, I mean, it was a great back-and-forth match. Shout out to Jeff Hardy for being in those match. Niggas was mad last week that he was chasing a 24-7 title. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Hardy comes out and says, yo, I actually wanted to do that. <laughs> yo. I actually... That was my idea. Pro-Vaxxer. Pro <laughs> Pro-Vaxxer Jeff Hardy. What a, what look a, what a look guy. The, the face of a century. Quick things. I want to talk about quick things before we really peace out. Cool. Quick thoughts. What were your thoughts on Karrion Cross's promo? Pre-tape. Man, <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was good. I was like, damn, you're making it hard. It was good. Um, I'm sorry. I, I, and the thing is, you know, I didn't see many people shitting on it. So I knew everyone else thought it was good, too. It was absolutely. good. I think. Um, what are you thinking for him? Uh, Damien Priest after after Damien's done with Seamus? Yeah, let's give him. a Yeah. Don't do like New Day or something. You got to give him, give him, don't do any black people. <laughs> Just not, it's not the temperature right now. Yeah. Um, it, so definitely New Day's, do. Today's wrapped up with uh whatever Bobby's doing. So I think they're fine. They're good for the fall. Okay. Um, What else did I want to mention? Fuck. I forgot. Oh, listen, I think, listen, the Drew McIntyre Viking Raiders versus gender versus and Veer and Shanky. That would be a great program. Oh, yeah. And I think it would do well to put over the Viking Raiders, having them stand next to Drew. I think you have this Extreme Rules pay-per-view that could use a ta- a table match or something. Yeah. That they could all have. Like, and you and you give Veer and Shanky the, the I guess at least some if you're gonna have them on Raw, at least have them on a pay-per-view, give them some spotlight or something and build up towards something. Yeah. I think that six-man combination. Just just do it on the show. Just do it on a pay-per-view. 
No, I, I absolutely agree. And I thought that it looked good for them to be next to that. I, I've always thought of the Viking Raiders, they need to have like an APA like presence on the show. Mm. Where people they that the shirt says rating get rated and paid. I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> yeah, like it make them make them like like assassins for hire. You know what I mean? Like I think that's a cool look for them. I, I think that, that that's that's really dope. Listen, man, I'm gonna tell you this. Like, this is the third raw in a row that I thought was really, really well done and really good. I think mm-hmm. Raw Raw sneakily has a roster. You know what I mean? Like she sneakily they they sneakily have a roster of RK Bro, um, Lashley, the New Day now, Damian Priest. Uh they they got guys, man. Charlotte, Alexa, you know, Rhea. Rhea. They, they have the roster to me. It's so sad that the 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 draft is going to break all of this up, but I feel like they finally it took them like months, but they finally got something clicking with all these with all these these players and it's the stories it's really this date i i truly believe three weeks ago someone looked at the plan and said now nah, fuck this and wrote it all over vince yeah because the way they've been producing television over the last number of weeks has been good give us what we want to see mm-hmm. the united states championship stuff is nice you got that for a little bit of competitive things um, you got the women's championship going on. You got RK Bro. You got a roster. Utilize them in different ways. Even on Smack SmackDown, don't got no problems because SmackDown, oh. everyone is versatile. Even even T Bar and Mace and Mansoor yeah. and Ali, they're moving. Sidebar, sidebar. Mace, what are you doing in them Daisy Dukes, my guy? <laughs> what are, I I looked at them. I was like, what is going on here? Why they getting poom poom shorts? Wow. All right. Okay. <laughs> green. <laughs> green. Greener than green. Okay. I but but I mean for the first other than the short shorts notwithstanding, they've looked cool and like bruisers. Cool. Yes. Yes. For the past couple of weeks, like they finally got something clicking. I'm kind of mad that they're gonna break all of this up in in about two weeks, but we should enjoy it for while it's here. I th- I think I've I think Raw and SmackDown have been on fire. We'll see what NXT does tonight. And I think that, you know what, as much as people want to kind of deny, I think competition is doing them well because they're utilizing a lot of the people that they, you know, that they should have been. And I, th- and I hope this continues. Absolutely. So uh, to wrap up the show, make sure that you guys subscribe to our Patreon, man. It's good. The, a- the A-list is here. The A-list is here. And we're letting people vote on it on the Patreon right now. So Absolutely. The Next time I got to lead the show with that, I really, <laughs> I think I was because I was doubled over in pain, which I'm not anymore. Yo, ginger ale, baby. Come on. Was some, there ever a doubt? Or some tussing on your stomach, too. So you could, No, I'm not going to do any uh, weird shit. Yeah. Um, shout out to ginger ale. It really cured me. Like, this is, this is no joke. I feel great. Uh, so also, shout out to that. Also, rncradiolive.com. Our website is up. Has all of our podcasts on there, all of our playlists Absolutely. as well on there. You can you can literally just like go up there and be like, oh shit, here are all of our, our podcasts. Here's some of our classic episodes. Here are our playlists, and you just just interact with us, man. Let us let us know what you guys think about that. Shout out to shout out to new patrons Ashley and, and Rob Bonnet. I hope I got your names right. Oh my god, we do have that contest too. How do we forget about this? What do you mean? Uh, we the 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 hot chip. Oh yeah, yeah, we had seventy. We seventy percent of the way there. Okay, all right. Well, if just if you, in case you didn't know, if we get to one hundred patrons, we're gonna we're gonna do the hot chip challenge. Me and meals. So, 
There you go. After how my stomach, I'm glad it wasn't today. My stomach was feeling. Yeah, you would have fucking. I wish it was today. <laughs> For Adam, um, Quan Cyrus said they wouldn't do it with us, which I'm very, you know, concerned. They said they would do it with us. No, they said they wouldn't do it with us. No one asked you, motherfucker. <laughs> I kind of want them to do it now. I need to see Quan cry. Um, wow. All right, but. <laughs> With that said, of course, you can still listen to everything on everything on the A-Show Network this week. This week, of course, we have the A-Show and we have the War Report coming this Friday. We have a brand new episode of the Rewriters Room. This is their first rewrite of AEW. Wow. They're rewriting the Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan entrances. It was like, listen, we could have done this better. <laughs> and I ain't feeling it. <laughs> I ain't feeling it. So let me show you how it's done. So they're rewriting that so you can look forward to that this thursday um unless you're on the patreon which is actually it'll drop today um on wednesday but if you're not on the page nonetheless um <laughs> on the patreon you're gonna get it early and then everywhere else you're gonna get it on thursday but it's a great episode so make sure you listen to that uh make sure you listen to everything else that we got on the rnc radio network the black variant still you know out here doing on a weekly basis um we got the big eyes manga stuff coming soon the lookout episode 100 will be here imminently maybe like next month or so um so we got a lot of things going on with rnc and the rnc group and stuff rncradiolive.com is definitely where you want to be absolutely uh for meals i'm justin we'll see you guys next week we are weeks away from uh extreme rules and hopefully they will announce one so <laughs> we'll see till next time peace out y'all